everyone welcome back to sweet wine and dry humor i'm kylie and i'm krista and we're two college besties who drink wine and talk about all things real world women and hot news all while adding our own sarcastic twist let's drink disclaimer If you hear dogs barking in the background or playing with their toys or making some noise, don't come at us. We're recording in the house because it's really the only place we can record right now. So we're human. Just deal with it. And another disclaimer, we do not promote underage drinking in any way on our podcast. So when we say let's drink, if you're under 21, you better be grabbing your water. Hi everyone, just an update from future Kylie here. This episode was originally recorded back in the middle of October. We planned to have it out for a Halloween weekend episode, but we had a mishap with a laptop, therefore we could not get it out then. However, we got all of the data recovered and we are going to be releasing this on Friday the 13th. During this episode, we drank Sutter Holmes Moscato and we're going to be discussing the different phantoms of Pittsburgh. Chris and I looked at different crimes that happened throughout the city and we're going to be telling Kristen and Kayla the stories and getting a reaction to them. And with that, on to the episode. Today we have two special guests, our good friends Kayla Joe and Kristen with us today. Say hi. Hello. Hello. <laughs> so exciting. These are our first guest hosts of the podcast. Woo! Woo-hoo! So today we're going to be talking about different crimes that happen not only in the U.S. but in, around the Pittsburgh area that have something to do with spooky season. So the first one I have is um, back in 2016-2017, where the clowns were all the, you know, all the rage. People were going around just like literally dressing up in clown costumes, standing outside, like, you know, underneath lampposts and staring in windows, you know, just just for funsies. Um, And but more locally in the West Mifflin area, there's a group of kids who were playing outside in like literally broad daylight. And they claimed that two men came up to them dressed in clown costumes and one had a shotgun and the other one had a lead pipe, like, you know, clue the game. (laughs) And they ran back home and they told their dad and their dad was like, there's literally like, no way. That's so unbelievable. And he looked outside and they were like running up a hill. And by the time police got there, they couldn't be found, but there's that one. And then also kind of more nearby um, in Reading there was a 16-year-old boy that was stabbed to death by someone wearing a clown mask. And so this whole clown fad was just like, I'm just concerned that people used clowns as a scapegoat to like start killing people. That just sounds a little bit. I think what did it too was the movie It. I feel mm-hmm. like did this all kind of happened around. Was it around that? I have no idea. When I was younger, I was so scared of that movie. And my mom had to like, hide the VHS tape inside like a different cover because I told her to get rid of it because I was scared of like the literal like disc. It was. It came out, the remake of it came out in 2017. Well, thankfully that ended because it's (laughs) not good for my health anymore. (laughs) Clowns are not okay. It's like they normalize having clowns at children's Listen, the only clown that is acceptable is Ronald McDonald because he makes my tummy happy. (laughs) (laughs) Seriously. And with that, drink break. Cheers. Cheers.
You know what I can't stand? Razor burn, not getting close enough shave, and the outrageous price of razors anymore. That's all solved with Billy. Billy is a company truly for women, and they'll actually mail razors and everything you need for shaving right to your front door. For $9, you can get your starter kit where you get your razor handle, two razor blades, and a shower mount, and it comes right to your door for you. Then after that, you can choose your subscription time, whether that be one, two, or every three months, and they'll send you four more blades. Billy's also awesome because they have a bunch of other things that you can add on. I personally just got the magnetic travel case where you don't have to take your razor blade off. It actually is magnetic, clips in, and has a ventilation system. So that way it doesn't get all moldy, musty, and sticky while you're traveling. So go ahead and check out Billy yourself and tell us what to think. All right, and we're back with our spooky episode, Phantoms in Pittsburgh. So the next case that I'm going to be talking about, uh, it was a couple years ago in 2018, in August and September, in Shadyside. And I made sure I brought this one up because I was actually living in Shadyside at the time. And so there was a string of four robberies within like a one-month span of this guy who had very like non-specific findings. So he was like six feet tall. He was of average build. Um, he was wearing a black hoodie. But the one descriptor that stood out was that he would always wear a scream mask. And he was basically robbing women at gunpoint at night. And all the women, all the victims who said that they were robbed, um, they said that he would always ask for their wallet, their cell phone and their ATM pin number which is like kind of concerning that he's kind of an idiot because like, first of all, you can give a wrong ATM pin number and he has no idea until he goes to try it. And it's like wrong. Also cell phones can be tracked. Like iPhone to iPhone, like find my friends. <laughs> Rookie moves. Like that's easily, like somebody can easily find that. And then he just stopped. Like he did four and he's like, I'm good. Like, and he was never caught also. So, so what did he do with the phones? Like did they track the phones? I don't know. They like never... I couldn't find anything on it, but I feel like that's something that they would have would probably do. I mean, yeah, he definitely like could have dumped him, but it's just like you want to steal my iPhone and then like either a throw it away or b like keep it for yourself. I mean, I guess he could have sold it, but I can't imagine like robbers are extra smart these days and like go through your phone and like delete everything and. Yeah. I mean, like, I wouldn't even know how to go about that to begin with. And I was, like, living in Shadyside at the time, and I was in school, so I was, like, super dead inside. So when I was there and I was, like, walking home at night, I'd be like, you know what? Try me. Like, <laughs> come at come at me. Like, starting to scream as, like. So this last story is about the theory of the smiley face killers. So just because there is death involved in these, um trigger warning I guess if you're uncomfortable with that then fast forward and don't listen um I'm also going to omit the names of the individuals in this case because it is a real case it is in Pittsburgh and I kind of want to respect the privacy of the family so I'm going to refer to them as boy one and boy two so the most recent case was in 2017 there was a guy who went to a local college in Pittsburgh and he vanished from downtown after a night out with his friends. Um, the last known footage they have of him is him walking through a plaza parking lot. He looked to be 
very much in control of his own body. He was walking in a straight line, just kind of on his cell phone. He was heading down an alley that would lead him to his apartment, but he never showed up. That was the last footage they had of him. And then two months later, they found his body in the Ohio River. He passed away, you know, and um, they have no idea, you know, they've tended to rule them as potential accidental drownings, but really no one has any idea what actually happened. Um, So kind of going off of that, very similar, like the family believed that there was foul play involved, that he was not suicidal or anything to cause him to want to commit suicide and jump in the river and drown. So then kind of going back, there was a very similar situation back in 2014. There was gentleman number two who was out on the south side, not downtown, but the south side with his friends, and he went missing, but he was visually intoxicated, and his roommates actually mentioned that he was very angry and throwing a fit, and he was actually so messed up that he cut his hand, so they were trying to take care of it, and you know, after that, at some point throughout the night, he just left and he was never to be found. Um, I couldn't find anything on video surveillance of him anywhere for him to be seen last. But a couple months later, once again, they found his body in the Ohio River. Ohio River. (laughs) (laughs) And um, the West... (laughs) The West Virginia medical examiner said his cause of death was undetermined because they didn't know what happened leading up to him being found in the river. They don't know if he was, if it was a drowning, if he was killed before. I think Kylie actually found that there were scratches and scrapes on him. And um, the main difference between these two gentlemen was that boy number one was found fully clothed and his body was in pristine shape. And he had his ID on him and everything. Boy number two from 2014 was totally naked besides his watch and a rubber band on his wrist. And they actually had to identify him by his dental records. And he had scratches all over his body. Now, there are some theorists that say that the rivers and the currents and everything could have ripped his clothes off of him. But to rip off a full outfit in the winter months, that seems impossible. But the craziest part is the similarities between these two. These men both went to Duquesne. They were both athletic. They were both, you know, intelligent, very driven in life, focused. So both the families also believe that there was that foul play involved because they said there's no reason, you know, they never abused any substances. You know, there was no mental illnesses that they were aware of, but they both suspected foul play and to this day their cases are still open I mean the one was ruled an accidental drowning but they're still not 100% sure I know that they're both still open Um, they both had alcohol in their system but no one believes that it was capable of them falling in the river especially with the video surveillance of the boy from 2017 and he was walking he looked to be totally in control but the theory of it is the smiley face killers because at the approximate location where these bodies were either tossed or they fell into the river however they ended up there the approximated distance there were smiley faces spray painted right near the areas on the river where they would have gone in between the video footage and 
the teams figuring out how long the body was in and the currents and the speeds and things like that. But the smiley face killers have been around since 1997. They've been targeting young white males from all over the country. And there's actually um, the private investigators from New York that have theories that, you know, they seem totally fine. And then all of a sudden they're drugged or drugged and then followed because the drugs would be out of their system by the time they would go to do the autopsy a couple months later once they found the body. So that was a theory, but most police are dismissing the theory saying that it was alcohol-related drowning, even though that was a rolling on. Yeah, I mean, I think it's just concerning because I know the boy in 2017, they like he would have traveled 10 miles from where he would have approximately fell into the river. And like he was, he looked like he'd only been in the room for like three days. So it's just weird that in a city that doesn't have a lot of murder and crime to begin with, that the authorities would be so easy to rule it just an accident rather than like really looking into it. I know the um, investigators from New York City, they have a TV show. It was on Oxygen. It started in January 2019 and it was based on these a couple uh, murders that happened in Pittsburgh and like they were even saying about how his body was like so pristine and like looked really good and the poor family from the boy in 2017 they moved from Maryland to Pittsburgh because they're so passionate about like kind of actually finding out what happened to their son because they don't think it's an accident at all so yeah, I mean that was only three years ago. The only theory that they have is the smiley face killers. I mean, there's graffiti all over the city. There are different yeah. smiley faces all over. But the irony is seeing two very similar smiley Could faces. Could have they already been there and someone that's where they decided right. to drop them off? I mean, yeah. I so I, I'd be curious to know if like you're able to like if somebody is so high tech enough that they're able to like track when the graffiti is like is it yeah. fresh or is it like old or is it yeah. And, and to like see like I don't know I don't know anything about spray paint so I don't know if they can do that but you know they've been around for like 20 years so far so and the only advancements that they made it's like it's young white men who are educated who were out drinking one night and then a smiley face can and spray they, paint like, tie in like the exact brand of spray paint that they used or like the color anything like that yeah I can I'm definitely trace colors back. Yeah. Yeah. Like, can they tie that, that all, all together? Different. There was a few I saw when I was looking it up. Um, the news websites that I saw, they had pictures of like the actual smiley faces that the investigators found. So we can post those on our Instagram um, when we release the episode. But they were like, they were all different. So I mean, it, I mean, it's quite possible that these murders have nothing to do with each other. And yeah, because like there could be copycats. Yeah. 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 Which is. It was only three years ago, so, like, I mean, yeah. 2020 has been so crazy so far, so, like, who knows? Like, this is the third year, like... Yeah. Like, who knows? Like, did they... Are they still in Pittsburgh? Like, for them to... If they actually did stick around for, like, from 2014, 2017, like... Is this, like, a cult thing? Like, there's one in each city? Like, do people... Is this the gang who... Or cult, whatever, like, originally, like, formed? Like, did they reach out to other people and therefore formed, like, See, in all of these cities? And now there's too. a cult here in Pittsburgh that does these things? Yeah. That's what I think about, just because there is that signature mm-hmm. mark. I mean, not only is it a trend, you know, I know some serial killers do things like keep souvenirs from whether that be a lock of hair or, you know, a piece of their skin or a tooth. It's like, what is this? Is the smiley face their signature mark? Yeah. 
Potentially. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't... It's just scary. Because it's so close to, like... I just can't get over how, like, his body was, like, in very good shape for, like, finding it two months later. Like, there's no yeah. way. Like, yeah. the first guy that they can only pull his dental records. But, like, makes... they could yeah. very much identify the second guy. But, like, that's crazy. I feel for these families so bad. It's hard, especially for not having a clear answer. I mean, them just saying it's an accidental drowning. Well, you mm-hmm. know your kid. Like, you know your kid rather than Yeah. You would know if it was accidental. If this person so-called had a medical record of depression, then maybe that fucking comment, okay, did they maybe do something Mm -hmm. to themselves? But there's no mental illnesses on any kind of medical record. Unless there's someone suffering and they don't speak up and you will never know. Yeah. Right. Right. For it to happen in the same manner, two kids from the same demographic. Yeah. Three years apart, and what they went missing one month apart. One was in December, and one was January. So it's in the winter. So months. it's like a trend almost. Well, and I mean, like, wouldn't it be so easy to like blame it on an accidental drowning? It's almost like the perfect scenario where they were like, "Oh, well, they were taken after a night of drinking." So Wouldn't like, autopsy reports though, like, show that, like, well, they were in the water. So the long. one that died in two thousand seventeen. So after the, I probably like the county has their own person to do autopsies and the family actually hired somebody to do a second autopsy because they just like didn't trust it and the guy who did that said like they found like actual like ligature marks on the one kid's like neck so he was like well there's like evidence that it may have he may have been strangled and it's just like well like what happened yeah and do you think these groups too kind of purposely go in the winter if it is the smiley face killers because if you think about it pittsburgh is a busy place there's always people around but in the winter months when it's those cold like rainy no or slushy, river. right like mm-hmm. nobody goes out you couldn't pay me to go out in a snowy night and they're not just gonna stand there either right so that makes me think too did they purposely do it in the winter because there are not as many people out and people aren't really focused enjoying the day they're focusing on the ground making sure they don't slip fall trip and then getting home because it's so cold like i walk totally different when it's a summer day versus a winter night yeah no that's a good point to make and like also they were both like the one they both graduated from the same university but the one was like actively enrolled in classes so there wouldn't be other like students around to like you know see him and I mean, the other guy was in the South Side, which is, like, probably not as busy when, like, college isn't in pre-COVID. Right. So. I don't know. We will never know. And it's just, like, haunting to think that. Yeah. Not Ho- knowing. Yeah. Hopefully 2017 was the last of these people. Yes. And hopefully, yeah. hopefully, like, with everyone talking about it and bringing it up, it brings the case back open, right? Like, hopefully the family keeps pushing and pushing to really get an answer so they can get closure, too. You know? Yeah, I agree. Yeah, we feel for the families out there who have been through missing persons because I can't imagine yeah. of not knowing. Yeah. No, I agree. Or not getting a clear answer in that matter. Yes. Like, I can't stand not knowing, like, how this ends. Like, yeah. Like, granted, I don't even know them. Like, Thank you, everyone, for listening to this episode, our Halloween episode, Phantoms in Pittsburgh. We hope you enjoyed it. And special thanks to our guests, Kristen and Kayla, for coming and joining us this evening. Well, thank you for having thank us. You. Yeah. We will definitely have you guys back, so this is not the last time you will hear from them. We hope you enjoyed the episode, and we will speak to you next time. Bye.
Oh, 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 oh,